This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to The Bradshaw's Boys, <laughs> a podcast where two guys. Couple of a uh, couple guys. A couple of guys sit in the backyard of their Hamptons house and talk about sex in the city. Ooh. We're back on the show. Yeah. We are back on the show. And um we're watching a banger today, if I remember correctly. My mother bored myself. Do you want to tell what happened with Katie? Yeah, uh the beginning of the episode. Uh we we're like we're gonna Spoiler, watch. We did. We watched it already. We watched. We watched the episode. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, we'll act like we didn't, but we we already watched it. Yeah, this is you know a little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> we're on. We're on sort of a. We're on a timeline that doesn't involve adults. Yeah, we're on a. We're on uh, a nap timeline right now. As you can see, we got the baby monitor here. Uh, yep. For for those just listening, uh, you can hear the white noise machine, and uh, if the baby wakes up from a nap, I'm uh, I'm bailing. No, no, Mickey's just joining the pod. Mickey's three on. guys. He's gonna come out and join the pod and uh, try to grab the microphone. Come on, our listeners are gonna love that. <laughs> Hearing little coos. Um, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, what happens in this? And Katie's like, this is like one of my favorite episodes. And I was like, why? She's like, this is when Miranda, Miranda's mom dies. And I was like, oh, I remember this just being a dumb computer one. I did, I forgot that they did. <laughs> Well, that was so, that's so us uh, to get stuck in TechServe yeah. and like, oh my gosh, did you see the size of the zip drive? That's why you. That's why you back up. That's why you do back yeah. up. It's it's really important that you back up your files. Yeah, I've never, I've never backed up my files on anything ever. Miranda lost a parent. I know, but but you got to back up your files. <laughs> I yeah, I don't back things up either. It's never. I mean, we've lost. I don't think we've ever lost. We've lost one podcast. We have with Jarrah Bean. Yeah, yeah, that was. She was really nice to come in and do it again. Yeah, and we we tried to we forged a new path. But yeah, we um we could relate in that sense. Losing if we lost all of our yeah. Um, I did lose. I had uh, an iPhone, and uh, it was the one that Katie and I brought on, on our honeymoon, and I took all the pictures, and then. One day, you know, I just plugged it in and it didn't turn on and I brought it to the Apple store and they're like, sorry, it's just dead. But you backed up your photos, right? And I hadn't. So you lost your wedding photos? No, honeymoon stuff. Like just like like from the camera. Okay. We have all of our wedding photos in, in a zip drive, but hmm. um, that's like the only. Was Katie upset? No, because she she had the ones she took. So okay, it wasn't that, wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. Um, that's the only L I've ever taken in terms of backing, backing stuff up, though what's i guess what's kind of interesting about this is like she was just doing i mean we'll 
we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it once we do the break. Yeah. Let's stick to our format. What are we doing before the break? The, before the break, we're doing a little we're doing a little, little catch up. A catch up? I haven't seen you in a while. John, Corey and I did a few outdoor Hamptons pods. It feels real nice. Yeah. I love this. Um, I don't know how it sounds. I think because we have like newer equipment, I think it's better. Okay. But uh but yeah, it's like just uh, I wish you all could see the camera, the tripod we currently have. It's, it's probably <laughs> be giving Corey a little bit of uh, a panic attack. Listen, here's the deal. If you guys want to know how much we care about you, we have our 4K camera sitting on top of a jar of <laughs> Skippy peanut butter. A Costco jar of Skippy peanut butter. We have all cords. Balancing on a cardboard box. Yeah, balance, balancing on a cardboard box. We have cords going through a bunch of plants extension cords all of our equipment john lugged it out here to uh -huh. the hamptons uh-huh before i started watching the show i guess i didn't realize like i was like oh our life is kind of like sex and city and when we whenever we record out here i was like oh yeah we 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 do have very very sex in the city type yeah. lives we're with three the, of us we're we're in springs new york right now which is a part of east hampton uh where kevin summers um, yeah and we were at beep, the hot beep, we beeped out our address and um i think i believe we're we are like a stone's throw away from kim cattrall based on some pictures that yes. she shared on her instagram i've triangulated probably where she lives yeah and i think we're probably like a four minute walk away i wish we could get her on the pod i mean you can find everybody's address now really we could we could go. I just think it'd be probably in poor taste to knock on our door and be like, hey, we're the Bradshaw boys. Hey, we have a great recording studio set up in our backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the extension cord. <laughs> Don't touch the peanut butter, Kim. Um, you know, uh Sarah Jessica Barker's house is on booking.com. You can like stay in her house. And out here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like a I mean, I'm sure it's like a and is it is it the same one? Is it the her actual place? Yeah, it's the one that uh, I've I've seen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it did not know that. Like they did it. I I wonder if they. I, I would imagine like Airbnb or Booking dot com pay her like five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and then they get all this press or whatever. Mm. And then she's just like, yeah, I just me and Matt just go stay in the Best Western down the street, and then just pocket all the money. We should go hang out in a Wyndham somewhere. Yeah, Wyndham Garden. Dude, you know what I loved? What were they? Comfort Inns. Comfort Inn? No, La Quinta is nice, but a little lower on the scale. Watch out there. Watch watch out. Our peanut butters. <laughs> uh, Comfort Inns. They're, they're a little more expensive, but they're fucking nice. I um I recently, so when it comes to air, air travel, I like probably six years ago, just like planted a flag and was like, I'm flying Delta no matter what. I'm going to like, get accrue the miles i'm gonna get the points mm -hmm. i'm gonna play that game and so like you know if unless it's like a ridiculous amount of money difference i just fly delta everywhere and i recently did that with hotel chains too tell us the chain who'd you choose hilton that's pretty good i'm Hil the hilton a hilton property guy hilton is pretty fancy though so you're like you're moving up if you're doing delta and hilton you've you've made the decision because you need the comfort you need the convenience Dude. and Katie and I, the reason that I did this is because we stayed in, uh, I forgot what it was, like maybe a, we stay in like, um, when we travel with the baby, we stay in like uh, a suite so we can like put him in one room and then mm. shut the door and we can have our own room and actually like not sit in the dark while he's sleeping. So we get like 
these suites and we stayed in one in Milwaukee when we were flying home from my parents' place. And there was like blood all over the mattress. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> blood all over the floor. Sweet. And, you know, just, I was like, I think I'm just going to go to a little bit nicer chain from now on. So what was the chain? I think it was like a country inn and suites maybe in Milwaukee. So have you ever still haven't refunded my, me my money. So if you're listening, I hope this tanks your business. Have you seen America's Best, America's Best Inn no. or something? Man, when I was touring with Nate the Great, the children's musical, what we would do is this one guy would, uh, he would, so our touring company for like the theater company, they would book our hotels. Okay. Then this one guy would cancel all of our theater company's bookings and then rebook us through... Um, kayak or different things yeah and like we've ended up staying in like crazy nice places and then he'd just send out like everyone owes me this much money and we'd pay like an extra 30 dollars a week to stay in like crazy deal places one time because you know the way those work like sometimes you're not guaranteed certain beds or whatever okay, yeah uh we showed up and like there were this extra place was like yeah we don't that website was wrong we don't have any rooms so we ended up having to stay in one of the like america's best which you've driven by them on the road. I, I can't. And once you see them, you're like, that's a place it wouldn't even, you, you can't remember them because I need to it doesn't even, right it doesn't even fucking register as a place that you would find acceptable to suggest to Katie that we stay, you know? Um, America's best. America's best, I believe. America's best value in. Yep. America's best value in. And look at, go to, go to images so you can see. Dude, there's one, there's one in the Hamptons. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Absolutely. The check mark. Yeah. I mean, listen. If any, I'm. I hate to like knock it. Just our experience was we got in there. We got in there. I'm worried that like the CEO of America's Best Value and listens to the pod. He's a Hilton guy. I'm. A, I'm and a you're Hilton, a Delta I'm, guy. I'm a Hilton guy and a Delta guy. I've been. I've been a Delta patron for a long time now. Tons of miles. And I have a credit card that like gives you bonuses for both those. Yeah. So. The last flight I got on to Spain was a budget airline and they just straight up turned me away. And then I couldn't talk to customer service and I had to get a little, did you get what you pay for customer service? You know, they told me they're like, I'm sorry, too bad. Like they done a little step aside from working mm -hmm. to sit out by the pool and do a podcast. Too for pod. you. So let's go. Uh, let's watch the episode. My motherboard myself. Classic Katie. One of Katie's top fives. Top fives of all time. And ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you in a minute. Episode 56. My motherboard, myself. Carrie's laptop crashes, and when Aiden tries to help, she pushes him away. Miranda's mother dies unexpectedly, but at the funeral, her family is more upset by her single status. Charlotte becomes the Martha Stewart of funerals, and Samantha loses her orgasm. And now... Back to the boys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? 
I'm making just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good job. And we're back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My motherboard, myself. Sad one. That's whew, that's a tough episode. That's that's there's a lot of emotions there. Yeah. I'm just glad I'm just glad I have a pool. <laughs> so that after that sad episode of TV and this podcast, I can hop in there and just, just think the, about the, the salt from your tears just yeah. evaporate. Yeah. Um yeah, this uh let's there's three real episodes or three real storylines in this episode. Um Carrie and Aiden exchange keys and uh her computer dies, her Mac dies, and Aiden tries to kind of fix it and big get her a new one, and uh she is not feeling it, and they talk about um how he's having a hard time getting to her heart. It's a kind of a what was the quote? He just said, he just points, you were doing push-ups at the time because you were doing, we do workouts sometimes during. <laughs> and he just said, how do I get in here? And you were just doing your push-ups. I was like, John, she just, he just pointed like at her heart. It was just like, yeah. I guess it was good writing, but it was just like, so I, it was good writing. It was just dramatic writing to be like, but how do I get in here? Because he, didn't he say he like knows how to get in there to the computer? Yeah. How do I get in it here? It was, no, it was the keys to the apartment. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was so good. At that point, you gotta if that's your boyfriend, you gotta be like, all right, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like we we can talk about this later, but stop. I know how to get in here. And then later he's like, you know, Aiden's walking away. He's like, Oh, is that good? Did you get it? Because that was fucking good. Um, yeah, so that's one of the storylines. One of the other storylines is just is George Foreman is yeah. a fighter, he's a boxer and a turned entrepreneur. How many how many people originally watching this show had any idea who George Foreman was? He's he's a he's a lean green fat growing machine. But here's the funny thing: when do you, when did this episode air? Two thousand three, two thousand four, maybe. Because there's an episode of The Office that heavily features the George Foreman grill too. I mean, and I it was a phenomenon. Was, yeah, it was. I had. I mean, every college kid had one. Every college kid had one. It was fucking awesome. Is anyone the, still formatting? I don't, I don't know. Cause I haven't really seen them much at, I mean, the thing about it, it was like, well, the whole idea was like the fat slides through slides, drains down to the fat tray. I had, dude, they were, did you have one? Yeah. I liked them. I never made fajitas in mine. Like Aiden does though. That's but a pro move. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I want to get it when, for him. Whenever this is on HBO, you're just like, is this. Yeah. Is this just a line? Because when he says in it, when he says in it, it's the lean green vet, like he lean, says the thing, you're lean, like, lean, fat grown machine. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know if it's product placement. There's like a line in The Sopranos once he's like, I forget, I, like Dunkin' Donuts. He's like, this is great coffee, or like has like a sip of Coke. Did you and know he's America like, America runs on Dunkin'? <laughs> yeah. And I, I just need a Coca Cola after a nice, nice long day. It's so refreshing. <laughs> um, this was pretty explicit but i i, I wonder mac, if we, mac was heavily featured in this in this episode too 
uh, who? Mac computer, Apple. Oh, oh yeah. And then, th- yeah, that's the thing. Like the Apple thing is like very iconic. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, I guess anyone's computer could break down, but that'd be bad press for them, right? Yeah. And there's no, no press is bad press, though. That's true. You know, she she replaced it with another Mac, the cool blue one Aiden, yeah. that Aiden bought for her. It's got a handle. It, it is really interesting. I think, and this is a, a bit of a generalization, so hold on. And I think in um, relationships, there's oftentimes like an emotional one and then a fixer. And mm. those uh, two things, and I'm speaking from experience within my own relationship, uh, can not always, when there's, a, when there's an, a problem and the emotional person just wants to feel it and the fixer just wants to fix it, there can be some some rub yeah yeah for sure and i feel like aiden is like your computer broke i'm gonna buy you a new one I'm yeah i use zip zip drive we're gonna there's a dog here oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad there's video of that <gasps> dude shh. dude that was insane we have a dog here we have we katie here. here we have katie in the background whoa, whoa, whoa. hey don't touch <laughs> my helmet Dude, if he he's gonna pull our dude, he just on. came up and stuck his nose right in my ass. Come here, Buckeye. The scariest thing in the world. All right. Holy cow. He's gonna destroy Maybe. all of our equipment. Here, you keep talking. Okay. Katie. Fine. Katie, put your bike down and then do a guest guest appearance on the pod because he's talking about something that's really good. Yeah. Because I feel like she's the feeler. Yeah. I feel like we got the feeler on the podcast. Can you move the camera and get her in here? Here, here, here. Come over. Sit here. Sit right here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're just, we're just welcome. Welcome we were... to the Katie Corner. Ooh. We have a special guest just coming back from the beach, Katie Sieber. Oh, man. Just the Sieber. It's a Sieber cast. Just the Siebers. Right well, we here. were talking about when Carrie's computer breaks. Okay. And then Aiden's first thing is to fix it. Yes. And get her a new computer. And I said, in relationships, there's feelers and there's fixers. And sometimes when, when a problem arises and the feeler just needs to feel and the fixer tries to fix, that it can cause some uh, uh, rough spots. Yes. I think that was a very astute observation because it's a conversation we've had many times. <laughs> sometimes we'll start a conversation with me saying, I don't need you to fix. I just need you to listen. That's right. But I also think the fixer, they're not wrong. Like they, mm. they're they trying to make it work for this person that they love. And, mm-hmm. and often you do help me fix the problem. Mm. And you've helped me kind of assess when I feel that I need to fix or actually I'm like looking to fix something. And when I'm just like, I need to talk about this yeah. and process it and maybe like, complain a little bit because sometimes we all need to complain a little bit but I think that's come up more as we've become parents Mm -hmm. but I feel proud of the way we've been processing it high five um uh so that's that's the Carrie storyline Miranda's storyline I'm just going through the review of what happened uh was I correct about what happened in the episode absolutely you were guys I need to tell Uh you here we go that Kevin did. They were starting the episode. I need all you fans to know this. They were starting the episode and they were in the 
in the Apple place, in the Mac, fix it place, whatever, with Aiden. Oh, looking so cute. And I came out and I was like, oh, my motherboard myself. Love that episode. Oh, it's just so good. And I was like, oh, it just, it's just so many great things from, you know, like her computer breaking, Aiden's trying to fix it. Oh, and then she just like, Miranda's mom dies and, and she just like walks her down the aisle. It's just like such a good moment. And I, of course, like, cause I'm a very emotional person, just felt a little prick of tears behind my eyes. And Kevin James Doyle said, that happens in this episode, <laughs> which I was appalled by. Guys, how many times have you watched the show through now? This is, yeah, this is only our second time. No, you've gone through it two times. Nope. No, we're going through it the second time right oh, now. We I got you'd made it. We through. got sidetracked by and just like that. You know what? Which I also thought... has some inc- incredibly emotional parts, like when Charlotte gets period blood on her white pants. <laughs> Or when she trains for tennis with LTW. I, very, very similar feelings as when Miranda and Carrie walk down the aisle. Ugh, when, when Carrie just like holds Miranda's hand and then holds it to her heart. That's friendship, ladies and gentlemen. And Kevin didn't remember. And if I can remember correctly. Are you crying? Yes, I told you. <laughs> I felt little pricks in my eyes. I can like think about it and get emotional. If I remember correctly, you guys had a lot of fans that told you Mother, my motherboard myself yeah. was one of like the top episodes, yeah. which I still think is is true. Uh, I just think the Bradshaw boys need to step it up with their memories. So as as someone who who just started crying <laughs> within five seconds of talking about the episode, are you the feeler or the fixer in the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. This has been Katie Corner. Boom. Katie. Dun, dun, did it, dun, Love dun, all dun. you. Wait, what do you got? What are your fans called? Wait, Pop Tarts. Thank you, Pop Tarts. Oh, um, we need to buy a George Foreman lean green, lean mean fat growing machine. If it gets me closer to Aiden, I'll buy anything. Ooh. Can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. Season. Ah, I bet he's still looking great. All right. Love you, Pop Tarts. All righty. Um, there we go. So that's uh, the Carrie storyline. Miranda storyline is the big one uh, with her mom passing. Um, and then the final storyline is Samantha not being able to orgasm. Um, and Carrie's or Charlotte's is like a little bit like I wanted to buy nice flowers and the flowers came out to be, uh, cheesy, cheesy and overbearing. So, um, I don't know where, where should we start? I want to start with the Samantha storyline. Cause I don't really, I didn't really understand it. So. I think it's kind of typical, like, of maybe, first of all, like, Kim Cattrall's complaints of the character that it's like, they do a better job. And uh, has she been with Richard yet? I don't, no, not yet. When is she with Richard? This, season, this is season four. Did we miss all of Richard? No, I think she has. She hasn't been with Richard in yet. In five. Maybe she has, because then she gets, I don't know. I I don't think so yet. I don't know. But um basically like they they just like clearly are just like what what do we do with this character? Sex mm. positions. It's like why why would she not be able and then her she looks over at Miranda at the end and apologizes like I'm sorry and she's like yeah. I get it. And it's like she can't org like 
the, I guess there's just like a better way to express like sometimes you can't orgasm because you're dealing with other stuff. Yeah. And I guess Samantha just seems kind of like she's very sexual and also would be somewhat aware. It seems like. So she she can't orgasm because that is her way because she's emotional about Miranda. Yeah, because okay. that's when she was like, like her, 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 she short circuited. We're trying to keep with the computer stuff, yeah. you know, um, and she short circuited when she heard about Miranda when they were at breakfast or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I I guess we don't know. We don't learn anything about her, and it, it just seems kind of shallow to be like. There's, I guess, a way to go into that to be like, when my mom died, or like, I guess. I guess I love sex, but sometimes I use it for the right. You just learned nothing. Yeah. It was just like the horny girl can't come. Right. And it, it, and there's just such an easy way into making, have that a little more depth. Even if it's like, not just her whispering to Miranda, but her like, why, how come instead of saying, I'm sorry to Miranda, she just says, I love you. And that's sorry enough. Mm -hmm. That to me was just kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Also, it is it is funny to be such a sexually adventurous person, and then there's just some rando selling pamphlets on the street, and it's like, ooh, ooh <laughs> no, I I just didn't it, it missed. I would love to hear someone smarter than me explain what that storyline was because I didn't really understand it. It just was seemed like a st a series of events rather than a fully fleshed out storyline. I totally, um, it seemed shoehorned from like another episode. Totally. And it's just like, she's really into sex. This trauma happens to her friend. She no longer can orgasm. And then she sees people crying in church and then she starts crying. But then she also can't call Miranda and say, I'm sorry. What if um, she said, or what if the guy that she's with, like, because I guess you're stuck in a hard place because it kind of, what they're unintentionally doing is like, if you're a very sexually adventurous person, this is basically showing the cards a little bit of being like, she uses sex for bad reasons. Yeah. Which I don't think is necessarily true to her character right. in other ways. And I feel like, what if she orgasmed and then she talks to the person and the person's stupid and then she realizes like, oh, I don't need sex right now. I need my friends. or mm. Or like, or, you know, she skips out on something with Miranda to hook up with the guy. And then once they're sleeping together, she's like, why am I here? And then goes something that ha that makes a little more sense with her yeah. character. That's like, oops, I had a glitch in my system and I have to reboot. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, you're shutting it down. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Um, yeah. It just seemed to me like it didn't line up with her values sexually or relationally yeah I, I agree with that um but also that one where her legs are up and the guy is just pounding from one from perpendicular to from per, yeah that that one i was just like yeah that seems do you think samantha has a career as a professional wrestler after seeing her and her singlet and her even, cauliflower ear preventers <laughs> whatever those things are called even even that i'm just like geez this 
that's that's why I guess I thought it was funny that Katie's like my favorite episode because I was like, why? So far we've seen someone's computer get fixed and then Samantha just like wrestling and they're showing like he doesn't even slide the singlet over and they're having sex. Like I was like, this is this is so waka waka like first season right now. And then I was like, okay, I get I get why it's, she likes it now. But um, yeah, what a I feel like this has got to be the moment that maybe they sat down. They're like, we got to do something with this character. Yeah. Oh, Cause they've, probably. they've run out of material. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, it's funny. Also sex is great, but it's like, there's nothing like Samantha Jones to just realize like how you would be bored of sex by this point. <laughs> I like, uh, I do like when, when Charlotte called and she's like, I'm busy. I'm masturbating today. She blocked an entire day of her calendar to masturbate, which was kind of funny. Dude, um, I, I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that, like in eighth grade. Like like a weekend day? I don't think I'd block it out on purpose. No, like a summer. You had, like you a, had like a calendar? Like, no, like in the summer, you'd be able to just be like, oh, six hours. How many times would you masturbate? I think a record was probably like eight. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was... Glory days. Dun, dun, dun. You know they're gonna pass you by glory days. You're just a regular old Samantha Jones. Would yeah. you do it in a wrestling outfit? I don't I don't remember. Probably um, just probably just big old like extra large basketball shorts. The classic middle school middle school outfit. Um well, I was gonna say something, but I lost it. Um just like just like Samantha lost her orgasm. Yeah. And then she, I guess she gets it back. It's just so funny when it's put aside such, I guess this would work if everything was goofy. It'd be like, that's a funny storyline. But when it's layered alongside this other stuff, you're like, this is so stupid. I feel like maybe this, they wanted to do an emotional, emotionally charged episode. Mm -hmm. They had, they had Aiden and Carrie getting like in a fight. They had Miranda's mom die, which are great plot things and then they're like this uh, this episode needs sex yeah who do we need to do that with samantha so let's just like sprinkle that in but um i think this is up to the point is like one of the most or if not the most emotional episodes for um miranda seeing cynthia nixon's acting yeah she gets her uh her correct bra size which was a, a big deal for me personally checked by chris farley ha okay you said I, this i'm not being not trying to be a dick, but go back and look at that woman. And it looks so much like Chris Farley playing, playing a character. So much. It's insane. Like, uh, it's kind of like Chris Farley with the, when he just, uh, there's like, I'm hungry. Oh yeah. That one. The food court. The food one, court yeah. one. Yeah. It's, it is uncanny. Yeah. Some, someone else has had to have noticed that. It's a lot. I've seen that actress before. Great. Great go-to actress, but definitely, definitely in the Chris Farley yeah. kind of uh, realm. Um, and then Miranda's sister uh -huh. is a really great actress who is in Girls. She plays uh, Hannah Horvath's mom. Um, and then she was also, she played Squeaky Fromm, who tried to murder. She was one of uh, Charles Manson yeah, yeah, yeah. people. She played Squeaky Fromm in the Broadway version of um, of the musical Assassins. She's like a great actress. Which I just saw. The first time you told me I'd like it. And oh I yeah, Assassins like a few few months back. Great show. So fucking good, right? Super good show. A little Sondheim. Um, yeah, we're big. We're Steve heads over here. We are big Steve. Um, 
Yep. So uh, all things Steve. Yeah. Steve Brady. Steve, Steve Brady. Steve Steve, Steve Tyler. <laughs> Walk this way. <laughs> all right, here we go. Mary Pat Gleason. Yeah. Still looking like Chris Farley. She's like, wow. She, oh gosh, she's such a Farley. Wow. See, what show That's is that? Insane. She's been in tons of stuff. Yeah. She's just day one, by day from 1988. Dude, she's one of those fucking go to actresses who, how to get away with murder, who's probably, how many credits does she have? I'm guessing it's like one, 148. How do I find this? If you go to all filmography, all filmography, you're looking at, 176 credits. Dude, these are my favorite actors and actresses that it's like these character actors and actresses that are just... Dude, Mary Pat Gleason has done some stuff. She was just in eight episodes of Mom, the uh, Anna Faris uh, show. She's on the blacklist. Chain of Death. American Housewife, Will and Grace. She was in the new episode of Will and Grace. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. How to Get Away with Murder. Shameless. She was a drug lord and Shameless. Mistresses, partners, dude. Dude, he's dog just, with a blog. Dog with a blog. One episode, 2014. Dude, um, scandal. Two broke girls. She's just been in one episode of every. She was in an episode of Bones. Three episodes of Desperate Housewives as Eleonora Butters. The middle Hawaii Five O. She's got some of the best. Dude, we got to clip this part out for a, a reel on Instagram. Yeah, going through Mary Pat Gleason's <laughs> Chuck the Mentalist. United States okay. of Terra, Nip we're Tuck. We're done with this. That's what, remember Willie Garson wanted to make a book what, what, of his whole filmography? Oh, yeah. He said that on our episode. He's like, he's in the same zone as her, only yeah. only he got those iconic, two yeah. iconic roles. Yeah, the big ones. Um, the, the Another great part of this episode is- Hand me that back. I want to go through the rest of it. Get back to <laughs> Cheers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. When she was in Cheers? I bet. I I'll bet you $5 right now she was in Cheers. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I got back to Nip Tuck. $5? $5 on the air right now if she was, that she was in Cheers. How many episodes? One. Okay. Five Mary Pat Gleason. Okay. You, you start the next thing. I'll see if she was in Cheers. There's no, there's no other next thing. It's just this. It's just you looking through an IMDb, seeing if she was in Cheers. All right. When was Cheers? When she did was Cheers here? Cheers. She's definitely she was in Cheers. an episode of Friends, Blossom. Blossom. Coach. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Lorenzo's Oil, I Perry Mason, Murder, She Wrote, Nurses. I did a really perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. Saved by the Bell. I did a really bad bet. Night Court, LA Law. I'm screwed. Steel Magnolias, Framed, Vital Signs, His and Hers. Life Goes Come On, on. Dear Come John, on. Highway to Heaven, Quantum Leap, Day by Day. Day by Day, Murphy, Murphy Brown. Brown, Frank's Place, Mama, Full oh. House. Guiding light, easy ready. No chance. <laughs> yes. Fuck. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Murphy oh, Brown. Man. She was the only TV show she wasn't Quantum in. Pay it up. Fat man, little boy, his and hers. Dude. Framed. Fuck. I'm. Who's the boss? She was in everything. I need to send Mary Pat Gleason a nice gift certificate for a steak dinner unbelievable she just made my day she was in every single fucking walking, show ever walking away coach i'm walking away with from this episode five dollars richer dude scrolling back through that you could your nerves were like i'm so fucked dude i was it was dead really, in the water i thought i was so done oh my gosh that's insane all right cheers hey Pat. cheers to mary pat gleason she's fucking sitting on some royalty checks yeah dude she probably gets what like like 70 royalty checks a month? Yeah. 
Five bucks each. I'll take it. I guarantee you she has a nice little actor's living. It's awesome. That's that's great. Um, let's talk about uh let's talk about Carrie and Aiden and more. I want to real quick quick talk about the um the the dudes at the funeral that that check out Samantha. Yeah. Nice. They like are rocking like 1980s composer mullets. <laughs> they're they're also they're living out Will Ferrell's dream at the end of Wedding Crashers funerals. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're just looking for funeral pussy, which is what one of the episodes of Sex and City was. Yeah. So you can't knock it. No. Yeah, they're they're out there uh feeling it feeling it around, seeing what's out there. Um and go- at the wedding, Aiden and Steve showing up. The funeral. Get out, funeral. Get out of here. Yeah. So good. Perfect. Perfect. Such perfect, a perfect. such a class. That's a classic. That's exactly what Steve Brady would do. To he would be like check in with Aiden and be like, is it going to make Miranda uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Be like, no, it's going to mean a lot to him. He's like, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, my only take with Aiden right now uh, and Carrie is that emotionally it feels really good to get back with someone because mm. because then you, you use your emotions to be like, we're going to do it this time. And then the exact same issues confront the people and then you're back to... you. You don't sound like someone who has experience with that. Nah. Nah. What 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 feels better, the emotional side or the physical comfort side? The emotional thing because it's fun to be on it's fun to f- feel like you're like you're attacking this thing together like you're like it feels good to be reunited with people. Yeah, but when you but also when you go home uh, after like four years of college and you're rummaging through your parents' basement, looking at all your old shit. Yeah. And like your, your baseball mitt is mm-hmm. laying there from, from when you're in eighth grade and you try it on and you're just like, Oh, that's feels so good. Yeah. There's, there's a physical component to that too. Oh yeah, totally. It fits. Well, they even the said contours of my, my hand. They even, they even said that, um, she said the key thing, she's like, that we're going to have great sex. Yeah. You know, so and great fajitas and great fajitas, great, great vaginas, great vaginas. <laughs> um, that's and that's a guarantee at 66 Perry. Pl- Dude, you know, Perry. How, you know how there used to be like uh love, love hotels with like jacuzzis and like yeah. lip couches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People would, I don't know, like go cheat on their significance at. Yeah. You need to do a love motel Tex-Mex restaurant chain. Yes. Great vaginas, great food. Fajitas. Uh, great, great vaginas, great fa- fajitas. Yeah. Great vaginas, great fajitas. And they, uh, in the second that you're done having sex, the set, you just like hit a button and then they come in with the steamers and people are, and then they just. Yeah. Cause you don't want, you do not want to load up on greasy fajitas, beans and rice until after. Until after sex. Yeah. And then you eat those and then you guys, and then there's laying, lay on a lip, on lip. A shaped couch and just fart all night <laughs> while watching HDTV. Yeah. And, and then remember. I think this is legitimately a good business idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is this uh you two are married? No, no, no. We only do. We only do unethical. Um, What's the word? Cheating relationships. What is the word for cheating? Cheating. Not lascivious. He's, he's, oh, what's it's a what relationship? It's a cheating. Damn it. Whatever. Dude, all right. We need to make. We need to write up a business plan. See if we can rope in some investors. Yeah, Fag- vaginas and vaginas. Please welcome, welcome, 
Please hold. Please hold. Hi, I'm John Corbett. You may know me as Aiden from Sex and City and also the guy that played the clarinet from Serendipity. Well, <laughs> I, I want to say, if you want to cheat on your significant other... I know, a great place. I know, a great place. Located next to every single flying J. <laughs> right, right, in between, uh, right in between America's Best Value Inn and... Uh, what, what, and a pilot trucker stop. A pilot truck stop. On all major highways. We can guarantee you that there is no blood splattered on any of the floors of this motel. Just great vaginas and great fajitas. And great fajitas. And we pronounce it different here. <laughs> it's vaginas. Just because it rhymes with vaginas. <laughs> vaginas. Oh, man. Dude, Aiden Aiden in the new one. You know, in the comments of our Instagram post, there was just a lot. People thought it was fake. Some people think it's fake, but then there's a lot of people that are just like, no, they're like you, like they don't want right. people to come back to it, which is yeah. kind of crazy. What's going to happen? Like what, what is going to be the story there? I mean, is it going to be like a, uh, N Natasha was like a no. one off. They're not going to get together. If they, I mean, honestly, who knows what they'll do, but like there is, this uh, this episode and their breakup is evidenced by the fact that they are not soulmates. They are not meant to be together. Do we need to share Aaron's joke? But I think you need to make an Instagram post. For we'll us do a post of it. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. It, it has. If you make that Instagram post tonight, I think it has a chance to go ultra viral. Okay, I'm, we'll make it. We'll, I'll put it up before tonight. Okay. Um, I mean, should we share it on this pod because it's not? Yeah, we'll put it up. My fr our friend Aaron made a joke that uh, we're like what's going to happen to that? And he's like, I bet he just, uh, he just dies running into a mirror. No, doing, doing, there's that, there's that home work yeah. called the mirror, the mirror. Yeah. Which like, you know, you like lift weights in front of, and he's going to die lifting weights in front of the okay. mirror. Um, which is great. Yeah. Great joke. Great joke. And then you find out that Carrie's kind of behind all of these. Ooh, She's kind of like, you should, you're not looking too great. You're looking a little jelly. You got like you like got a little jelly belly there. Yeah, funny. interesting. <laughs> he does. He does look better with the short hair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think that <sighs> great, great vaginas, great vegetas is still just it's so good. People, people want to just one button in the room that just says we're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a uh, yeah. It's like it's just like the okay staples button yeah only there's just like a little picture of uh fajitas on there and then they every, come right in every room can have a, a 140 sex positions manual yeah that's <laughs> that bad. please and there's like warnings everywhere that's like like please have sex before eating yeah <laughs> um yeah i just think that there's like a thing there's a reason why people get back together mm. but i mean even carrie in a few episodes ago was not like she said that she wouldn't give up on it was when big like calls her and the voicemail comes through mm -hmm. and then she doesn't even explain why she needs it to be friends with big it's right. like why do you need to be friends with this guy you've dated him and now you've cheated on me with him and now you're not making any step towards and then for this, it's like, what, he's being naggy? She's, like, upset because he bought a computer? Like, he's doing... Blue. Yeah. And then she makes a big thing of, like, oh, I have a relationship with this computer, but she's not she's not excavating any of her feelings and emotions as to, like, why she's acting this way, in my opinion. Yeah. 
he can be a nag. I get it. But like he deserves, she deserves, he deserves to be with someone who will at least like listen to him and like be like, Hey, thanks for the computer. Oh my gosh. What is that? That's fr- French onion soup that just got delivered. Wow. Apparently, apparently, apparently I've been told by um, several friends that this is the best French onion soup. Yeah. I've, that's ever been created. It's called, uh, it's called Rowdy Hall. It's Rowdy in Hall. the Hamptons. Oh, we got Harlan Elf for friend of the pod. We, we, uh, we have the best French onion soup, yep. but we got to finish this. We got, we got a few more minutes of the pod yep. and then you can experience the best French onion it soup. It smells good. Uh, this has been a roller coaster of things that have happened this pod. A yeah. dog stuck his nose right in my ass. Katie, Katie came in. I got French onion soup delivered. The baby's taking a nap. There's a lot going on. I've said this before, but when I was in France for the first time. Humble Brook. I went there and I was just like, what is onion soup? And he's like, uh, it has uh, onions in it in the, in the cheese. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's French onion soup. And he's like, we just call it on- onion soup. And I was like, because we're in France. That's awesome. That's great. And also, I said that for a while and then I didn't realize like, they invented French fries too. Do they call them fries? Just they call them fries? they call them freedom fries over there. <laughs> they call them frites. Frites. So it's like steak frites, but it's like yeah. I mean, I guess people are more used to just saying fries now. But I mean, honestly, growing up they were French fries. French fries, and fries are fucking one of the greatest things. Yeah. Top five foods of all time. Like it is yeah. in it is a it's in the bracket for best food of all time. Dude, it really is. Um. All right, and then uh, Miranda, Miranda, Mar- or do you have any more like? No, there's nothing really. To, I mean, I think the main thing that that interests me was like the fixer versus feeler dyna- dynamic between the two of them, and how even early on in their relationship, these problems are starting to emerge again. Mm. Like it's it when, when these old I'm having trouble getting into your heart problems are happening at this point, like. When you're re back with someone, it's just not a good situation. And it sucks having to try and like impress. Like that's so embarrassing to buy someone a computer and then not have it not be appreciated. Yeah. That'd be something I would do. And then I'd, I'd literally just like smash the computer in front of them. If like, if you don't fucking appreciate this, you don't get it. Yeah. And then I'd have to go talk to Dr. J and be like, yeah, I've, I've Who's literally, Dr. I literally know who Dr. J is. Dr. J was my relationship therapist. When I was, <laughs> But that's like the last time I was like that angry being yeah. in that relationship. So I feel for Aiden because it really, because all he has to do, he's willingly allowing himself to be put in a emotionally precarious position, which is not to say like, it's your fault. It's a, he's doing all the right things. The only thing he needs to do is be like, is take the advice that Miranda would give. Mm-hmm. She's just not that into you. Yeah. She cheated on you. She's not appreciating the incredibly kind thing that you did. What if he just like, I mean, what if he took the alternate path that Katie talked about? And what if he just listened? That's hundred percent true as well. What if, what if he was yeah. just like, I, I hear that. I understand how incredibly yeah. frustrating that is. Yes. Cause I don't, I, I, is there anything I can do to help? Yeah. You know? I think that's the, the thing that I feel with Aiden though, is that he is, like he needs to do that, but he doesn't feel safe to do that. So he's trying to, he's, he's like on high alert of being like, I got to do this to like show her that I I love her because I'm, I'm scared that she's not into me, which 
she's showing these things like she's she's putting him in a position where he can't be totally comfortable. Yeah. And so I agree with you in their healthiest relationship. That's what they should do. But instead, he's like, I think, trying it deep down in his head. He's in a competition with big. Yeah. A hundred percent. And he's like nervous about that. So they're just in a classic toxic relationship that um, that is not is not great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how and just like that reintroduces him. Um, hey, what's up? They're gonna they're they're right now in the writers' room making up new names, new uh-huh. nicknames for him to call people. New foods. Hey, hey, tofu. What's yeah? It's all vegan. stuff. It's all vegan stuff. What's up, avocado? Hey, wow! Sprinkle some Cholula and olive oil on. You got a little snack. I'm just hey, kidding. Hey, garbanzo pasta. <laughs> hey, Benza, Benza, babe. Hey, Benza. Um. Yeah, and then of course, the most serious storyline. But there's only so much to say about it because it's just it's sad. It's part of life. Yeah, I guess this is the moment that maybe the series, besides the cheating, was just like we're gonna keep on. I mean, there was a second. There was a, a storyline within that storyline, and that was her being a single thirty-five-year-old woman. Mm. How her family resented that. How the pastor, you know, couldn't keep it straight, and how her brother, her sister, and brother-in-law like insisted she walk like we're really concerned about her walking alone yeah and how carrie like katie said came out walked with her held her hand yeah um which is like a new yorker who i call myself a new yorker it's been 12 years i think i think it's safe to say i think uh 35 and i'm bill de blasio former mayor of new york and i would like to say john you are a new yorker you have yelled at me on a subway you have ruined one of my campaign commercials that i was making uh, so you are officially a uh, New Yorker. Officially. Dude, I was in Park Slope before and I saw Bill de Blasio and I was walking and someone was like, you suck. <laughs> you just had to walk into the Y. It was so funny. Um, yeah. Uh, and so uh, 35 and singles, not. That's pathetic. <laughs> As someone who's 36 and single, what the fuck is what? wrong with you? Well, it's gross. <laughs> fucking loser no i mean that's very common especially now but maybe maybe times have changed a little bit since the second rewatch is pretty crazy being older than all the characters yeah that's what happened between the first time and second time watching it you were like young like a year or two younger and now you're older yeah and it's just like at first i i look with the first time i watched i looked up to him and now i'm like wow these these bitches need to get their shit together I'm As in, their elder, I'm in the Hamptons. <laughs> I dr- when I see America's great value ends, I drive right by them. Right by them. I'm a, I'm I'm part of the Hilton Club now. <laughs> I need the points. That's right. Um. Yeah. No. Great episode. Top. Probably top five episodes. I think a lot of our listeners have said that. Katie said that. Just un- just a great episode. A really great bait and switch to be goofy and then hit you with such an emotional moment. And then of course when the shit hits the fan. That's the reason why the show is like so great. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Our Love motherboard, I, ourselves, thank you. Uh, thank you for being patrons. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, let us know. We're going to start watching movies show again my, soon. Show them the setup. Show them the... Here's the, the... This is what we got. Here. Love you guys. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at bradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.